Sure, there was once proponents of the theory that the Earth was flat, but all those theories were eventually dispelled during the 15th century's age of exploration. Still, did you know that as recently as the 1800s, an American man by the name of John Sims attempted to convince the world that the Earth was hollow? All he needed was someone to finance his expedition. I am your host, Peter Zablocki, and this is History Shorts. John Cleve Sims Jr. was born in Sussex County, New Jersey on November 5, 1780. After receiving a decent education, on March 26, 1802, the 22-year-old Sims enlisted in the U.S. Army. The young man served with distinction in the War of 1812 and retired four years later, settling with his wife and children in St. Louis, Missouri, where he operated a business selling provisions to the Army. The job gave Sims enough money to pursue his fascination with science and publish his opinions in a self-published pamphlet. In fact, his newest idea, printed in mass on April 10, 1818, was widely distributed and garnered the amateur scientists quite a following. I declare the earth is hollow and habitable within, the pamphlet stated. Sims' hollow earth theory proposed that the earth was not a solid sphere, but rather a hollow shell with openings at the poles. He believed that the earth's crust was about 800 miles thick, and within it existed concentric spheres. According to Sims, these hollow regions could be accessed through openings at the north and south poles. While one may think such a novel idea would dissipate or be laughed away, too many people entertained Sims' claim for him to give it up. In 1819, Sims and his family moved to Newport, Kentucky, where he began lecturing on his theory, going into great detail. The North and South Holes were believed to be so large that locating them with a well-funded expedition would not be too difficult. The North Hole, Sims claimed, was 4,000 miles in diameter, while the South was 6,000 miles. In his loud quest to raise money for an expedition to the North opening, Sims attracted the attention of local and soon national newspapers. The amateur scientist claimed that the hole through which he would enter the Earth existed one degree northward of latitude 82. Once inside, those who entered could expect to find plant life, bodies of water, and animals. Sims even argued that the Earth's interior could potentially contain advanced civilizations. During his lecture tour to raise money for his expedition, Sims gained some believers, including Jeremiah Reynolds, who planned to follow the quasi-scientist, along with a team of 100 men, to Siberia where they would begin their perilous journey into the center of the Earth. While Sims' ideas gained some followers, particularly among the public, the scientific community largely rejected his theory, making it that much more difficult to raise enough funds for his expedition. Expedition. Scientists of the time, including mathematician and astronomer Leonard Euler, had already established that the Earth's mass and gravitational forces indicated a solid sphere rather than a hollow one. Sims' lack of scientific credentials and the speculative nature of his ideas further contributed to the skepticism surrounding his theory and his failure to launch the expedition. Yet a year later, in 1882, Sims and his followers finally had a breakthrough when they convinced an Ohio millionaire, James McBride, of the plausibility of their theory. The influential man, in turn, brought Sims' hollow earth theory to Kentucky representative and future vice president Richard M. Johnson, who then petitioned the U.S. Congress to finance the journey. This was not the first time that Congress would hear of Sims' plan, nor the last. In fact, in 1817, a whole year before he published his unfounded theory in a pamphlet, Sims submitted a petition to the U.S. Congress seeking approval and funding for an expedition to the North Pole to explore the supposed entrance to the hollow earth. Their request was five 
filed and completely ignored. Congressional archives show that at the time, Sims argued that such an expedition would not only advance scientific knowledge, but also potentially open up new trade routes. This time, with the official backing of McBride and Johnson, the petition to finance the exploration actually made it to the floor of the House of Representatives, where it was defeated by a vote of 56 to 46. And although it was very close to having the US government agree to sponsor the journey into the center of the earth, it was just short enough for both the millionaire and the representative from Kentucky to abandon Sims and his hollow earth theory. Not to be deterred, Sims renewed his efforts in 1822, submitting another petition to Congress. This time, he proposed a journey to the South Pole to find the entrance to the hollow earth. Not getting a response, Sims asked the General Assembly of Ohio to recommend him to Congress so that he could address the American lawmakers directly. The local assembly discussed the matter, but instead of granting Sims his wish, they motioned to indefinitely postpone the issue. Despite Sims' persistence, none of his petitions gained official government support. The scientific community largely dismissed his ideas, and government officials were skeptical of allocating funds for what they considered a speculative and unproven theory. Even though he spent years on long tours of the United States hoping to raise funds, Sims would never have a chance to prove his theory correct. The amateur scientist passed away on May 29, 1829. Ironically, this was not the end of the Holloman story. After John Cleve Sims' death in 1829, his son, Americus Sims, continued to advocate for his father's ideas and in 1831 submitted another petition to Congress requesting financial support for an expedition to explore the polar regions and test the hollow earth theory. By then, Congress had enough and refused to officially acknowledge their request. More than 40 years later, in 1873, Americus erected a stone monument of an earth replica with a hollow center over his father's grave. Today, the area around it in Hamilton, Ohio is known as Sims Park. Undoubtedly, the kids that play at the playground just a stone throw away sometimes glance at the peculiarity of a sphere with a hole through its center. Or perhaps, as is the case with the story of John Sims, the hollow man, they have long forgotten that it was even there. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to check out History Shorts on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to your shows. You can also visit HistoryShortsPodcast.com.